morning, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane. Today we're doing Rogue News, so let's jump in the trenches with me, and maybe we can find the notebook that I wrote the last part of the MK Ultra uh, series. Yeah, can you help me find it? Let's go. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, all links on how to reach me will be down in the description below. Thank you for listening. So, yes, I have been away again, but, um, don't think that I don't want to do this. It's just become... A little more difficult to put content out um, so just know that I'll I'm never gonna give up on Rogue Radio this is where I belong this is like my thing and um, I'm glad that people really want to listen to me <laughs> and um, big shout out to Sweden Sweden is now a renegade country we have many many countries I have to like count how many countries we have now but um, Sweden is up there right next to Israel, so thank you very much, Sweden, for listening. First up in politics, Laura Trump says that critical race theory teaches kids how to be what? Racist? What was it? Teaches people to judge the color of their skin. Yes, so... Um, yeah, Laura Trump is daughter-in-law to, uh, Donald Trump, so President Trump's daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, uh, has suggested critical race theory divides children based on the color of their skin. This follows American Federation of Teachers President, uh, Randy Wingerton. Uh, who accused GOP lawmakers of bullying teachers out of teaching students the truth. Laura Trump told sources on Tuesday, the bottom line is that anything that would teach us anything about loving our country, loving one another, and judging people based on the content of their character solely is just flat wrong, she added. Um, Americans uh, want their children to be caught in the truth. Or no, to be caught. I'm sorry. I just woke up. <laughs> she added, Americans want their children to be taught the truth. Taught the truth. Uh, the critical race theory promotes judgmental um, bases on skin color and is not a positive way of educating young Americans. Wingerton um, argued opposition to the implementation of critical race theory in schools is hurting children's education, despite major pushback from parents and teachers uh, that believe the curriculum creates more division. Um, Florida's education system exists to create opportunity for children. Critical race theory teaches kids to hate our country and to hate each other. It is uh, state-sanctioned racism and has no place in Florida schools. Amen to that. Alright, states across the country have 
pass legislation in response to progressives' push in uh, critical race theory in schools, including bills signed by Texas Governor Greg Abbott, Republican, and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, Republican as well. The legislation DeSantis signed to combat critical race theory says um, that it is taught most or must be factual and objective and it may not suppress or distort significant historical events. Additionally, government or Governor Abbott um, has said laws regarding uh, critical race theory will be a topic Texas lawmakers will be will revisit during its special session. Meanwhile, Wingerton uh, threatened GOP legislation and said uh, she vows there will be a legal action to defend t- the teaching um, what she calls honest history. Critics of critical race theory including parents, teachers, and lawmakers, have continued to fight against its implementation, believing that the ideology indoctrinates students uh, and perpetuates division and creates a negative view of America. Um, I think for all of the the listeners out there, um, I have talked about critical race theory and how I feel it's more racist than anything because it teaches white children that they were born racist or that they were inherently racist like they've inherited this racist gene that they're just automatically privileged but the thing is is that people who are pushing this into the schools don't realize that every American or every person in the world for that matter despite their race, not... (laughs) They weren't always born privileged. I mean, I feel like people in the Black Lives Matter movement or people who are pushing this all think that all white people were, you know, born into a country club sort of neighborhood where we all played croquet and and drank martinis and and stuff. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? No. There's a lot of people out there, especially white people and white children for that matter, that were not born privileged. There were children born in an army tent on the side of the river. That's how some children grew up. Some white children were born poor. Quit putting every white person in a freaking box and trying to get other people to understand that every white person is privileged just because of the shade of their skin. It's really stupid. The color of your skin should not matter. It shouldn't. But before I get into another ranting tirade, let's go on to the next one. Okay, this one made me really pissed, so, um, excuse me, I'm in rare form today. I guess I just don't want to take any bullshit today. Um, so excuse me if I curse in 
this podcast is just, um, I think I, I think I just woke up too early. I don't know. Um, HH, oh my God, I can't shock. Okay. HHS secretary. Is that what it says? Uh, defends Joe Biden's door-to-door, uh, vaccine push. Okay, no. Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier, uh, Becerra. That's what his name is going to be. I don't even know if I said that right. Uh, he speaks with employees at Head Start Early Childhood Education Program at Martha's Table at the Commons in on June 30th, 2021 in Washington, D.C. Asshole. Why are you talking to kids about the vaccine? Last time I checked, kids didn't actually get the illness back in the day. Just last year, this whole thing, this whole COVID thing lasted a whole year. Um, A little over a year. I know there's still people kind of, you know, suffering from it. But the thing is, is that they said that children couldn't get it. And now we want to vaccinate the children. That makes perfect sense. Dumbass. Anyway, while Joe Biden uh, and his cabinet remain fixated on raising the American vaccination rate, Republicans are pushing back against their methods of doing so. Um, During an interview on Thursday, Health and Human Services' Xavier uh, Vicaro Uh, said the Biden administration has requested the names of Americans who have refused to take the experimental vaccine. Yeah, um, you can't make us take a vaccine, especially since there are some nasty health problems that come with that for certain people. There are people that have started uncontrollably shaking, getting disgusting rashes all over their body, And some of them have actually gotten Bell's palsy. So, no. No, you can't do that. You can't make somebody take the vaccine. I heard a story on TikTok um, um, a few days ago of this court hearing in Georgia somewhere. Um, This man, he had a sentence. He had like... A few years sentence for something he did. He committed a crime. And the judge was like, okay, here's the deal. You can go into prison with the sentence that I gave you. Or you can get your sentence uh, phenomenally cut. Like, monumentally. Like, cut real short. Alright? If you take the vaccine. You can't barter with Americans when it comes to their safety. That, that's disgusting to me. I mean, I don't like that. I mean, anybody who's listening, if you got the vaccine, uh, I don't hate you for it. I don't. I feel like most people who have gotten the vaccine have been misled because this has not been tested on anybody. This has not been... This is, this hasn't gone through the necessary trials uh, from the FDA. Like, this has not been approved. This is not a professional vaccine. 
This is experimental. And we're seeing it now. We're seeing it now because there are so many people with health defects now. There are so many people with heart problems, Bell's palsy, and uncontrollably shaking because they took the vaccine. Completely healthy people are now getting diseases because of this. And no, you can't do that, Biden. You're not supposed to be allowed to do that because last time I checked, this was a free country and we're allowed to choose. But of course not. Joe Biden or Joe Biden, man, I can't wait. I cannot wait until he like goes away. I hope to God one day they'll find a way to impeach this asshole. I, I can't. I can't deal with him. He wants to go door to door with making people get the vaccine. <laughs> Funny. Patriots aren't going to let that happen. You do realize that, right? Man, he's a dumbass. Anyway, let me keep going. He claimed measures such as this somehow protect Americans' freedoms and liberties. Yes, yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, however, Becerra failed to acknowledge that COVID-19 has a 99% survival rate. Instead, he claimed uh, Americans must now give up their privacy uh, to the government in return for stimulus checks. No. I don't want your dirty money. Anyway, uh, it is our business to try to make sure Americans can prosper. No, you don't want Americans to prosper. You want us to rely on the government so much so to the point where we are so needy that we need handouts in order to get food. Not only that, we're going to need your handouts in order to afford food because inflation has gone through the roof. Yeah, I see what you're doing. Americans can freely associate and knocking on a door has never been against the law. No, it hasn't been against the law, but harassment is. Uh, you don't have to answer, but we hope you do because if you haven't been vaccinated, we can help dispel some of those rumors that you've heard and hopefully get you vaccinated. I don't, I don't trust anybody with a needle except for my dentist, so leave, go away. Um, I have directed our health department to let the federal government know that sending government employees or agents door to door to compel vaccination would not be an effective or uh, welcome strategy in Missouri. That is the governor, Mike Parson. I want to say he's of Missouri, so he's against it. Meanwhile, on social media, Republican elected officials all across the country are coming out against Byron, By, Byron's, Biden's rhetoric and sounding the alarm on the door-to-door -door plan. Missouri Governor Mike Parson yep, uh, criticized Biden's proposal on Thursday, saying he does not want the federal government to compel COVID vaccines. Parson added, sending door-to-door -door officials is not welcome in Missouri and it won't be efficient. Colorado Congresswoman Lauren uh, Boebert, Republican, and Texas officials also slammed the plan in invasion of privacy. Additionally, Alabama 
Judge Roy Moore warned Biden's um, operatives not to knock on his door because in Alabama, we dare to defend our rights. Like I said, patriots won't let this happen. They won't. Okay, this one isn't necessarily politics. I guess it could be, like, in the uh, zone of politics. But all the other um, stories aren't really that interesting, I want to say. We're going to read this one. Okay. It says, Rep. uh, Tlaib, I don't even know her name, calls to defend, defund, D-H-S-C-B-P-I-C-E amid migrant crisis. So, let's see what this is all about. Rep. Rashida Talib, I think that's her name, um, has extended her calls to defund the police to federal law enforcement agencies. Okay. Uh, in a recent interview, the Democrat Congresswoman said that she wants to eliminate funding for the Department of Homeland Security. <laughs> Stupid. Um, particularly its border protection on immigration enforcement agencies. Um, Department of Homeland Security, even though, yes, it is part of the government, it's, you know, one of those things that's tied to the government. You have to understand something. The purpose of Homeland Security, of the Department of Homeland Security, is to protect the homeland of America. Is to protect America and the lives in it. If Homeland Security thinks that the rapid migration from uh, people jumping over the border into America is unsafe, then it's unsafe. I don't like the fact that, listen, I don't hate anybody who wants to migrate and and get a better life, okay? I understand that. But there are ways in order for you to do that. There is a process. And for those people who want to migrate or who want to come into America to have a better life, those honest people that are coming from Mexico and South America that want a good, honest life because we do know that the economy is really bad and we do know that some women are being pushed into prostitution and their kids are being pushed into prostitution and drug cartels and all all, all of this other stuff that Kamala refuses to talk about because she just likes to just stretch things out and say, oh, we need to find the root causes of why people are going to the border. Um, honey, it's not that hard. Trust me. Why the hell are you the vice president? Anyway. We understand that life in for certain people in South America and Mexico are not that good. We understand that. But there is a process, or there should be a process for people to get into America. There should be a process. I don't necessarily know that process. Or if there is a process, 
at all right now because Biden has probably shut down a whole lot of stuff and just let everybody run rampant. But defunding the police, especially for the uh, Department of Homeland Security, is not going to help the safety of America, lady. Just saying. Uh, we must eliminate funding for the CBP, ICE, and the, their patent organization, Department of Homeland Security, said to leave. Okay. She accused law enforcement of inhumane treatment of illegal immigrants and so-called racism yet again. Okay. Um, like I said... Just because somebody is mean to somebody at the border doesn't actually mean that they're racist, that they're just trying to help America stay safe. Um, then again, it's Biden's Department of Homeland Security. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. All we know is that there's people that are trying to come in through the border. And yes, I believe that the government is part of that. I believe the government is part of all of that. They're letting terrorists in. They're letting, they're letting so many people in in order to rob Americans of their life and all of that. I'm not saying that it's wrong. I, I don't want to sound insensitive when I say that. Definitely not. Because I, like I said, I understand that there are people out there that are suffering that want to come into America to get a better life. But the thing is, is that America is suffering as well. People are filing for unemployment and people are getting it left and right because of this pandemic. Nobody wants to work. People here in my hometown, okay, they're... Kroger and other places are now charging like $15 an hour just for people to, you know, get people to work. They are upping like the pay grade in order for people to work again because of all the stimulus checks and all of the unemployment filed, all the free money that, that Biden has thrown at people has become more good-looking than actually living an honest life and working for it. And I hate that. I hate that because that's not how American people should be. Back then, America was a place where you could achieve your dream. And now it's more of, I can try to achieve my dream, but I'd rather watch Bob's Burgers with a ton of Doritos on my lap and not look for another job. No offense to Bob's Burgers, that's actually a really good show. <laughs> that was the first show that I could think of. But there are people who don't deserve an unemployment that are able to work, that are getting it very easily now. And to be honest, here in America, that hasn't really changed because there have been people that have done that even before COVID hit. But it has gotten to a point where unemployment, like if you just say, oh, my arm hurts. Oh, you get an unemployment because, you know, you hurt your arm. Like not even broke it. You just got a bruise. Like people have been getting it so easily now. So for everybody who deserves unemployment, who actually have lost their job and still want to work, but they still have to file for unemployment, 
they can't get it because they want to live an honest life. You know, it's so hard. I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Why would you not want to get up and work for what you want and work for your life? Your life isn't just going to happen. That's what Biden wants, of course, because this dumb, raisin, wrinkly man, okay, probably hasn't actually worked a day in his life. He's probably had so many people work for him and hold his hand throughout the whole time that he was working in the White House or in the government or in politics in general. I don't know how this man became president. He can't even talk sometimes in front of people. What the heck? How did this pedophile get to be president? I I don't understand. Anyway, she accused law enforcement of... Oh, I already said that. Oh, yeah. In, inhumane racism. Ma'am... Like I said, just because someone is unkind and uses brutal force in order to keep potential terrorists, and I mean potential terrorists in a light term because I do know, because I have to say it again because somebody listening might actually get offended about this, there are potential terrorists in every country, okay? Not just in the Middle East, like we have been taught to believe. They're everywhere. Terrorists are everywhere. Okay. That is what the Department of Homeland Security is trying to stop. They're also trying to stop drug cartels and human trafficking. Okay. And because they want to use brute force in order to keep the order of things going, doesn't mean that they're racist and inhumane. Okay. It means that they should be finding a diplomatic solution and also a diplomatic process in order for people who do deserve to be in this country to get a better life to get that, okay? Not everything should be at the snap of your fingers, Rashida, okay? Shut up. It wasn't an accident. Policing in our country is inherently and intentionally racist. Sweetie, shut up. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Duante Wright was met with aggression and violence. I am done with those who condone government-funded murder. I don't know who Duante is. I'm probably going to have to research that. No more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It could be reformed. You're talking about complete anarchy. You ever seen the movie The Purge? Yeah, that's what you want, I guess. I don't like the fact that there are a lot of liberal people and a lot of um, democratic people who think that everyone thinks the same way as them uh, when it comes to like the freedom of people. Of course, if everybody had the same good intention and I knew it, I would love to let everybody in past the border. If I didn't know that there was any human trafficking, drug cartels, and child trafficking that are going on in South America and Mexico, okay, I would be more than happy to reopen the border if I was president. I would be more than happy because 
if there were only good and positive things happening in America and in life without any negativity or murder or hatred or any of that, of course I would love to let people in this country in order to find a better life. But the thing is, is that we live in reality, not some unicorn sprinkle rainbow cloud that people want nowadays. People are trying to push that. I'm sorry, this is real life. There are people that kill each other, okay? There are people that actually traffic children. They take their children from their mother, or worse yet, there are mothers that sell their children into sex trafficking in order to afford things, okay? There are people out there that do the most evil things and liberals want to make it so that everybody has the right to be who they want to be and do what they want to do without any repercussions. I'm sorry, that's not how life works. You're going to have to get used to that. If you don't like that, go on MVU, okay, IMVU, download that app, and start playing in your own 3D world and make your own world, okay? Because this is life, this is what happens, and if you cannot deal with that, go ahead, live on the internet, okay? Just, just be somebody else, okay? I can't express how how much I would love that how much I would love peace in America but defunding the police isn't gonna help that you do realize that defunding Homeland Security and all the police force in America that's not gonna happen peace isn't gonna happen because um, all those liberals can't see that there are bad people out there, not just the police. There are murderers out there, and there are rapists out there, there are traffickers out there, and there are people that want to sell drugs to you and also drug you in order to be in human trafficking. Okay? This happens. And it's funny how liberals won't even talk about that. They, they, they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about how dangerous it is out there. And yes, it happens in Mexico. It happens in South America. It happens everywhere in America as well. Everywhere in the world, okay? And there has to be some sort of secure system where we can sift people through and find good people to get into America. Then again, Joe Biden is president. It probably won't even matter. <sighs> time after time, we have seen it as advocates on the ground, as human services agencies on the ground, continue to see over and over again that these agencies are inept to hum humanely um, guiding migrants uh, through their immigration system, and instead, any further, or they further continue to terrorize migrant communities located within their communities, Talib said. Talib uh, called for immigration reform uh, that would essentially give illegals a free pass. Uh, meanwhile, immigration officials said they are currently lacking resources to stave off the wave of illegal immigration that overwhelms their facilities. Yes, there's a lot 
of people coming in and there's not enough room in their facilities as well. And um, that's also a problem. You can't just defund the police because there could be disorder in those facilities as well. One thing that I have to say, okay, I've probably said this a million times, all right? There are good people and there are bad people. There are good cops and there are bad cops. There are good white people, bad white people. Good black people, bad black people, okay? There's good and bad in every demographic that you see, okay? There is good and bad everywhere. There is good and evil everywhere. In order for good to exist, there has to be evil somewhere. In order for evil to exist, there has to be some good somewhere, okay? Defunding the police and ruling them as all evil people is not okay. It's foolish. Saying that every cop is a bastard, or every cop, or every um, soldier in the National Guard, or in the Army, Navy, um, Marines, okay? Saying that those people don't matter because of their occupation, and because saying that they're racist because of what they do. What are you doing in order to protect our country? These good cops and good people in the army and, you know, army, (laughs) I'm sorry. There's good people in the army. There's good people in the Navy, Marines, all of that stuff. Okay. There's good people. We need to start focusing on the good people. Okay. Yes, there are bad cops that kill good people. It shouldn't be right. But But defunding the whole police system... And also costing those good cops their jobs, it's not fair. If you want to defund somebody, defund the bad cops. If you want to defund somebody, defund the bad soldiers. Okay. If you want to defund somebody, defund the people that have killed other people. Don't clump every person or every cop in the police force as a bad person because that's not who they are I hate the fact that there are men and women out there that are in the police force and that are in the army and that are in the marine force and the navy and the air force alright they're all being stereotyped as evil people just because they want to protect their country. What are you doing besides pointing the finger at everybody? What the hell are you doing in order to keep America safe? Because last time I checked, people in the Army and Navy and Air Force go on the front lines and stare the enemy out there in the face. And sometimes they don't live to tell about it. Sometimes they get PTSD from it. They don't come home the same. So think next time you point the finger at somebody. 
you do realize that policemen are killed as well, right? They get killed on the job. Good men who are policemen wake up every morning knowing that they might not come home to their family again. But they do it for the greater good of people. They want to keep America safe. They want to keep their state safe, their city safe. They want to keep their community safe. Since when was that a crime? So instead of pointing a finger at a good cop saying that he's a bastard, how about you realize that he's the only person that's keeping you safe from expressing your opinion to somebody wrong? Tom McDonald actually said, he's a rap artist if you want to look him up, he's great. He said, call a pizza place and call the cops, see which reaches you first. I mean, go ahead and do it, see what happens. The police will always show up first. Alright, time for the hardest segment for me to find. Weird slash positive news. Okay, the first one. A prisoner actually smuggles amphetamines in Rice Krispie treats inside her prison. Marcy Schaefer, 43, allegedly uh, hid four amphetamine and dexatro- wow, that is a hard word to pronounce. Dex- dextro- amphetamine pills. <laughs> Uh, in the treats before taking them to South Carolina uh, women's prison. <laughs> These Rice Krispies look gross. I'm sorry. Anyway, let's see here. I see them. They're like little orange pills just hiding in them. There's like two in one crispy and then there's like one in the other. What What's in the third one? There's like three of them. <laughs> A guard was fired and arrested after trying to smuggle uh, prescription stimulant pills um, into a South Carolina's women's prison, prison by hiding them in Rice Krispie Treats. So it's it's a prison guard. It, oh my, wow, okay. Uh, authority says C. Schaefer, um, 43, uh, took the treats out of their... Uh, original packages, pushed the pills inside, and put them in a plastic bag, according to arrest warrants. Schaefer was uh, caught as she tried to take the treats into the Camille Graham Correctional Institution on Thursday, the Department of Corrections said in a statement. Uh, Schaefer hid four amphetamine and dextrophenmethamphine. Uh, pills in the treats and had two more in a prescription bottle which was not labeled for the drugs um, according to arrest warrants a picture released by prison officials showed that the orange pills uh, peeking out from <laughs> the inside of the snacks the pills are a stimulant that are supposed to be used to treat attention deficit hyperactivity disorder Schaefer 
is charged with possession of narcotics with intent to distribute, furnishing prisoners with contraband and misconduct in office. Court records, our court records did not uh, indicate if she had a lawyer. Schaefer faces to 10 years in prison if convicted of the contraband charge. Um, ma'am, you're a prison guard. You didn't think that they were going to find out that you did that? I don't know. That's all I have to really say about that. I mean, what? she is a prison guard smuggling amphetamines and dexatrophomorphines or however you want to say that. Second drug. Okay. Into a prison. High maximum prison. High maximum security prison. Okay. I'm sorry, lady. That was stupid. I'm sorry, a lot of these stories come from the Huffington Post. I don't usually read anything from the Huffington Post, but they have really interesting, bizarre stories, so hopefully you don't get mad at me for reading from the Huffington Post. So, This one is, um, man may have overreacted with not getting chicken nugget sauce, so, from McDonald's. So we're gonna, we're gonna read that real quick, because that sounds interesting to me. Iowa man calls in bomb threat because he didn't get sauce for chicken nuggets. Why? <laughs> Police say an Iowa man attempted to get revenge on this on his local McDonald's after he was shafted out of sauce for his chicken nuggets. Um, but things blew up in his face. Uh, Acne, Acne police uh, arrested Robert um, Gowitzer Jr. uh, on Saturday night after he allegedly threatened to blow up the restaurant and punch an employee over missing condiments, according to the ABC affiliate Who. Okay. Investigators told the station that the 42-year-old suspect called the fast food chain after discovering his order was incorrect. After police contacted Goldwitzer, uh, the sauce-craving suspect admitted to making the threats. Authorities arrested Goldwitzer on Saturday night and charged him with a felony charge of making a false report of explosive and incidentary incident incident wow incidentiary device um let's see according to the cbs affiliate cci kcci um on sunday he was released from polk county jail after posting bond people have made some really bizarre bogus bomb threats before for instance january 29th the 23 a 23-year-old college student um in Renee's France called in a fake bomb threat so he could have so he would have so he wouldn't have to see his parents. Okay. What happened? See that one I'm kind of concerned about. Why don't you want to see your parents? See I I know that 
it's bad that he called in a bomb threat. Of course not. There would there should have been other ways to find find a way to not see your parents. But why don't you want to see your parents, bro? Like, is there something wrong? Tell us. You know. On November 2018, the New New Orleans man accused of threatening to blow up a local restaurant told police he was referring to a bowel movement. <laughs> what? Okay. Okay, this next one is kind of cool. Kind of weird and kind of cool, but I wanted to read it, so... This 111-year-old man, Australian man's longevity uh, secret is clucking strange. Retired cattle rancher Dexter Kruger uh, credits eating chicken brains for his long life. Interesting. Um, Canberra, Australia AP. Um, Australia's oldest ever man uh, has included eating chicken brains among his secrets to living more than 111 years old. Retiring cattle rancher Dexter Kruger on Monday marked 124 days since he turned 111. Uh, a day older than World War I veteran Jack Lockett, who, had, who was... Oh my god. Who died in 2002. That's how I'm going to say that. Um, Kruger told Australian Broadcasting Corp in an interview that his nursing home in the rural Queensland, God, today's a tongue twister, rural Queensland state town of Roma says are days before the milestone that a weekly poultry delicacy had contributed to his longevity. Chicken brains, you know, chickens have a head. And in there, there's a brain. <laughs> and they're delicious little things, Kruger said. There's only one little bite. Oh, okay. Um, Kruger's 70-year-old, 74-year-old son, Greg, credits his father's simple uh, outback lifestyle for his long life. Nursing home manager Melanie Calvert said, Kruger, who was writing his autobiography, was probably one of the sharpest residents here. Um, his memory is amazing for a 111-year-old, Calvert said. Uh, John Taylor, a founder of the, Amer the Australian Book of Records, confirmed that Kruger had become the oldest ever Australian man. Uh, the oldest ever uh, verified um, man was... Christina Cook, who died in 2002, aged 114 and 148 days. Cue that ad. Alright, next up is the world news, and yes, we're going to start with Sweden. Thank you, Sweden, again for listening. Okay, this one took a little uh, digging to find, but nine dead after skydiving plane crash in central Sweden. 
All nine people aboard a skydiving aircraft died in a crash in central Sweden, police have confirmed. Um, the small propeller plane um, carrying eight skydivers and its pilot crashed shortly on after 7 p.m. Um, in or 1700 GMT. Um, on Thursday, as it was taking off from Orebro Airport, uh, 160 kilometers west of Stockholm. Um, Initially, initially, uh, police had only referred to multiple deaths and said that one person had been taken to the hospital with serious injuries. The confirmation that all nine died uh, came late on Thursday night. According to local media, the plane was a DHC to Beaver, uh, with a local skydiving club had rented to use, uh, for a summer event. Normally, most skydiving is done on the weekends, but they had rented a plane to jump more intensely during the whole week. Anna, um, Oscarson, uh, head of communications for the Swedish Skydiving Association, told broadcaster SVT. Prime Minister Stefan uh, Löfven uh, said in a written statement to the TT uh, Newswire, it is with great grief and dismay that I received a tragic news, the tragic news of the plane crash in Orebro. Um this evening i am i am thinking of the victims for their family and loved ones in this very tough time in 2019 nine people were also killed when a plane carrying skydivers crashed outside the city of umia umia i if i mispronounce any of these cities names forgive me um northeast sweden Okay, I think that's it. And that's the news for Sweden. Um, I offer my deepest condolences. I don't know. Uh, I can only imagine what the family is going through right now, and I can only imagine um, what their loved ones are going through right now. So my prayers and my thoughts go out to you. Next is Finland. I haven't actually read anything about Finland in a while, and um, I want to be able to um, get out every um, country out there um, that is listening to me because um, I feel like I focus on certain countries more than others, and I want to be able to kind of like go down the list of, like, every country that is listening. Um, but I, I like to do three at a time, three stories each segment, so we're gonna do Finland as the second, uh, country to cover today. Okay, um, I had to go through two different, uh, articles, uh, in order to find one that was truly important, I feel like. So, um, let us, um, read this one. This one kind of struck me as kind of 
odd. But then again, I didn't read the article yet. We're, we're going to read it together. We're going to go through it together. So, Supreme Court rules to deport Somali man who was born and raised in Finland. Um, my first question that comes into my head is why? Why would you want to deport somebody that is Somalian? But Finland's Supreme Court has ruled that a man of Somali heritage who was born and raised in Finland can be deported to Somalia. Uh, with a decision stating that he or that the individual in question poses a threat to society due to his criminal convictions. Okay. Um, I mean, yes, if it's due to his criminal convictions and not where he truly, you know, his heritage lies, I can understand that. Um, the ruling comes at the end of a long um, appeals process instigated by the individual who is a male born 1993 or in 1993 sorry police had um originally proposed deporting the man in 2017 after um the migri began uh proceedings to instigate deportation and a three-year ban from entering the uh shangjin area um, the individual appealed to the administrative court and then the Supreme Court, emphasizing that he had ties to Somalia that does not, uh, and does not know anyone in the country which he has never visited. Uh, the individual has an extensive criminal record, um, having been convicted of 11, 11 robberies, aggravated theft, assault, and coercion between 2010 and 2017, serving multiple prison sentences, including an 18-month stretch in prison. Um, as a result, the Supreme Court ruled that his continued presence in Finland represented a threat to society and security. Um, uh, he gave the green light for deportation proceedings to begin. The Supreme Court uh, acknowledges that the defendant does not have any ties to Somalia, but notes that his mother, um, his mother tongue, um, is listed in Somalian and in the Finnish population register, and that he does not hold a Finnish citizenship, um, despite being born. In and raised in the country, um, it is also noted that his parents did not apply for citizenship on his behalf, and he was a child as they did not think it was necessary to do so. The individual claims to be reformed and now works as a youth counselor in Finland. He also... Um, has two children, both of which have finished citizenship. The decision to deport someone on criminal grounds is fairly common in Finland, with Migri uh, removing um, 41 foreign-born individuals on such grounds in 2021 so far. However, it is exceedingly rare for a decision to be applied to someone who has lived in Finland their entire life.
Okay. So my question is, is Finland wanting to deport people just because they are of a different race that have been that have been living in Finland even without a criminal record or is it just based on criminal records um just that um i'm very interested in that so anybody in finland that um or anybody who understands like the finnish government and um the whole law enforcement thing and the process of that i'd like to know so um please hit me up on my instagram uh at rogue dot at rogue radio (laughs) four on instagram so yes you are welcome to message me so yes Okay, next is Belgium, and Anchor decided to have an attitude with my very last story because I pressed record and I got halfway through the awesome uh, article, okay, and it didn't record anything. So we're going to try this one more time. We're going to do this one more time because I think that this is really badass. I think it's awesome. So... Let's do this again. Let let me repeat myself. I hate repeating myself, but let's just do it. Alright. Belgian crown princess completes her military training. So, one thing I want to get out of the way is that the American assumption of what a princess is is very stereotypical, I want to say, just because we we think that princesses are all like they they're spoiled or that they don't have to lift a finger that they're royal they're dripping in diamonds and they're completely privileged and don't need to do anything at all but i know and a lot of other people know in america that that is definitely not what princesses are that's not their responsibility so it is very awesome and very interesting for me to read something like this because um for years like we have like the disney princesses and how like they've gone through this and then they come out as royalty and then they don't have to you know it's just been very um glorified in America being a princess and um, I feel like a lot of young girls don't necessarily know the whole like responsibility in um, you know knowing the whole thing about being a princess but I like the fact that she has decided to be in um, the military service or you know doing Military school? Military training, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know whether this is a required thing for a princess to do in order for, to, to take care of herself when danger comes. Um, anybody from, you know, Belgium, if you uh, want to educate me on that, that'd be great. Because I think this is awesome that she's doing this. But Belgian crown princess Elizabeth is in the final days of her training... Uh, year at the military school academy 
the Royal Military School Academy, um, and is currently participating in a summer camp to hone her military schools in Arlen. Uh, the tactical training to sharpen the students' skills and techniques in the military camp Langland in Arland last 24 days and is both practical and theoretical. Uh, the Princess Elizabeth, um, this is the final phase of her one-year training, which is why members of the Belgian press were invited to follow along for a morning. After an obstacle course, Princess Elizabeth walked up to the press unplanned, thanking them for their presence so early in the morning. I am used to getting up so early, she said. I uh, have had to adjust a lot here, but I have enjoyed it enormously. Like other student officers, Princess Elizabeth sleeps in an air mattress in an individual tent. They rise at 6 a.m. By the end of the camp, the pupils uh, should be able to clear 20 obstacles of the course easily using the correct technique they were taught on the Friday. Um, the camp will last for about uh, another three weeks, we'll briefly, but will be briefly interrupted in, on 21 July for the National Day Parade. Crown Prince Princess Elizabeth will parade wait, huh? Crown Princess Oh yeah, okay, sorry. There was a typo. Um Crown Princess Elizabeth will parade together with the other uh student officers. The Eli what Elizabeth will do after her one year course in the Royal Military Academy is not yet known. Like I said, it is is this like a requirement for a princess in order to take care of herself in the face of danger? Like she has military training in order to, um, you know, protect herself? I really want to know. Like this is very interesting to me. Um, I love that. I love that. Good job, Elizabeth. I'm serious. That's really awesome.